Don't Look Sick, episode 15, and we are getting dangerously close to the holidays, my friends. And so today I just want to talk about what it's like to have breast cancer around the holidays, or not necessarily just breast cancer. It could be any cancer. It could be any sickness. Um, What it's like to be really sick or just to be... um, you know, have health issues around the holidays. It's definitely not an easy thing uh, to overcome. The holidays, you know, are always a time for celebrating, surrounding yourself with family and friends. Um, There's holiday parties and there's all of these things going on. There's traditions that you want to uphold. There's activities you want to do with your kids. I mean, it's just all about being joyous and celebrating. But when you've recently gotten a cancer diagnosis or you're going through treatment for anything, I can't speak to other um, I can't speak to other illnesses or other life-threatening diseases. So if I just keep referencing breast cancer, I'm not diminishing anybody else's health issues, but I can only speak of a place that I know of and I know what it's like to have breast cancer around the holidays. So um I hope that that doesn't come across like I'm at all trying to diminish anybody else's health issues. I just can't, I can't put a voice to that. So I'll kind of always just reference what I went through as breast cancer because that's what it is. But that, that doesn't mean that, you know, I only think people with breast cancer are having a hard time during the holidays. Not at all. I'm not that naive to think that everybody is going through something in their life. It doesn't always have to be health related. Um, but specifically, I can speak to what it's like to get diagnosed with cancer just a few months before the holidays. And it's a hard thing because, you know, dealing with cancer is stressful. The holidays can be just a stressful time, um, even though it is celebrating and it is, you know, a happy time of coming together with your family and all of these things. Um, it's still stressful. You're stressing about time management. You're stressing about, you know, the perfect gift under the tree, or you're stressing about the free dress days at school. And, you know, how are you going to come up with that many, you know, outfits for your child, let alone children? Um, can you tell we have some free dress days Then I'm completely unprepared? Um, but it still can be so stressful. And when you already have an added stress on top of that, which for me was breast cancer, um, the holidays, the joy can just be kind of ripped away. Um, not to mention it's just, it's an emotional roller coaster going through the holidays and having a cancer diagnosis just looming over your head. As positive as I was last year, um, you know, I had been hospitalized twice in the month of December, and I had my fifth round of chemo on December 13th, I think it was. And so, you know, I was just praying that I would be home for Christmas. I was praying that I wouldn't be in a hospital. I was praying I wouldn't have to go to some infusion center and get fluids or another, you know, Neupogen shot or any of those things. I I mean, I just wanted to be home and I was so um, fearful of not celebrating Christmas with my kids. And um, I think that just added a layer of stress to everything that was already going on. And not that I expressed that to them or that I even probably expressed that to Chris, but just internally, I was like, I was just so, um, 
I was so afraid of not being home and I just, I didn't want to take away any part of Christmas or celebrating or the holiday season or my kids' Christmas break. I didn't want to take any of that away from them. And so I was very fearful of that. And I just kept trying to push myself to be as healthy as possible, to rebound as quickly as possible. Um, and that's stressful. No one should no one should put that much pressure on themselves, but that's what we do. And especially in a cancer situation um, where as positive as I was, even, you know, last year and uh, I was so emotional during Christmas because those thoughts would come in where you're just like, I hope this chemo is working. Like, please, I pray that the chemo is in there and doing what it's supposed to do because I don't want this to be my last Christmas with my kids. Um, you don't want to think that way. You shouldn't think that way. But we're, we're all human, and that's where your mind goes when you are so happy and you're seeing your kids and you're seeing them in ugly Christmas sweaters and you're seeing them bring home you know, little ornaments from school. All you can think about is how much joy is being brought to you in that moment and how you never want that to end. And so um, the holidays can just be so emotional simply because of that, because, you know, you don't want to go completely morbid, but you're also just trying to face reality as well. Like, you know, what, what if, what if you, what if this doesn't work? And thinking that way goes against everything I believe in, but I'm telling you the truth and that's what I experienced, especially last year was when, you know, I was still in chemo. We hadn't done surgery. Um, you know, we, we, I, we knew the chemo was working because when you are going through chemo, um, they are, you know, checking the tumors and my tumor was getting smaller. Uh, you know, they were measuring it and everything like that. You could, you could feel that it was shrinking. And so we knew that it was working, but it's not like it had just eradicated the disease from my body. So I did have just thoughts that would creep in and I would get very emotional, you know, just randomly in the kitchen, um, standing there with Chris talking about Christmas presents and what we were going to get the kids and doing gingerbread houses and driving around to go see Christmas lights and, um, I would get emotional, just, just like, you know, I just want this to last forever. Um, and that's hard. Like there's just, there's just a layer of, of, you know, emotion and, and just sadness and fear that creeps in and even around the holidays. So you're just dealing with so much. And so I really want just this episode to tell you know, the cancer patient, if you're going through it, um, but also if your friends and family, kind of how to react to the patient and their feelings. Um, so just to kind of give you like a little, a little holiday survival guide for a breast cancer version. Um, you know, you don't want the holidays to be stressful. You don't want, um, you want to be able to enjoy as much as you possibly can, but you are also in treatment or if you're coming out of treatment or wherever you kind of are in your breast cancer journey, um, you need to be thinking about you. And as hard as that may seem, especially around the holidays, because we just want to give, we want to give so much of ourselves. We want to try and give money. That's another thing that stressed me out last year with the kids was I was like, we're not going to be able to give them a Christmas that I want to give them. And no, it is not about presents or anything like that. Um, 
But again, when you're thinking like, oh, I, I just want to make this Christmas so memorable, um, you know, and it's not about the, it's not about the monetary value of the items that you're buying them. But, you know, as a parent, you're just, you want to give your kids the world, um, which on the flip side is also such a teachable moment um, for your children when you're going through breast cancer and you're going through the holidays is that it's not about the gifts. It's about your health and being happy. And we should all just be grateful of where we are in this moment and really trying to be mindful of the time that you do spend with people. But try explaining that to a two-year-old because, you know, they're just going to be like, what the hell did Santa bring me? Like, uh, this is crap. So, um, so I mean, it is, it's hard to, but I really do think that older kids, um, will kind of get it. I can remember last year, you know, being able to spend Christmas with them and waking up with them. And, you know, we tried to pull off a bunch of miracles, uh, you know, just being able to provide Christmas for them. Uh, there was definitely a moment where we thought, you know, we're, we may not be able to afford a tree, um, because of just medical bills. Uh, you're just, you're drowning in medical bills all the time. They don't stop. Um, you know, your hospital doesn't really care if it's Christmas, they still require a copay. So, you know, I just remember when we pulled off Christmas, I just felt, um, I felt so happy. And I just, I sat there and I watched the kids open gifts and I watched, I just heard their little squeals and this is the best day ever. And oh my goodness. And all of those things. And I just sat there and I soaked it up. Um, but this is when it gets hard, uh, when you have older kids and I, I'll never forget Ace coming over to me. Um, and I was sitting on the couch and, uh, he said, mom, I, I really love all my gifts, but the one thing I asked Santa Oh, I don't even know if I can get through this. Um, he said the one thing I asked Santa for was for my mom not to have cancer anymore. And he said, and you still have cancer. And still to this day is a year later. It crushes me, like, just how much they absorb and um, how much you just can't protect them from this disease. Um, and that was hard. And I never once walked around and told my kids that like, I actively have cancer. Oh no, I still have cancer. But you know, obviously to them, it's about you still looking sick. Um, I was still bald obviously during, um, Christmas last year. And so, you know, they just associate that with being sick and that was so hard for them. And, um, I think that was hard for Chris. I think that was a hard moment for him to watch. Uh, you know, and, and he even tried to just console Ace and say, you know, buddy, it's she doesn't have cancer. You know, that's what we're doing. We're fighting the cancer. That's why she still had to get chemo, you know, like around the holidays. Um, that's why she still has to go to the doctor and all of those things. But it's hard. It's just, um, it's hard to want to be in that moment and be happy because you just feel like, um, you know, you just feel depressed. You feel sad. You want to be happy and you want to be celebrating. Um, but you, you don't want to be celebrating in a sick body. So, um, so the, the, the holidays are, can be extremely emotional, um, and stressful if you let them 
but I also feel like you need to feel all of those things. You need to be able to feel all of those emotions and not feel bad about feeling those emotions. Like you shouldn't have to explain to anybody why you're sad or why you're depressed or why you don't want to do something around the holidays. Um, there shouldn't be any pressure on you, especially as a patient. <laughs> like you should be able to feel the way that you want to feel and act the way that you want to act, um, judgment free, which kind of gets me to, you know, like my, my little survival guide. So I would definitely say that, you know, everybody deals with the holidays differently. Um, but as the patient and as the patient's family or close friends around you, don't make any plans or just don't make too many plans. Don't feel like you need to stick to something because you said you're going to go to a holiday party. It doesn't mean you have to go. Um, if you don't feel well that day, don't push yourself. Don't push your body to do things it's not ready to do, especially during chemo when you're just the most vulnerable as far as germs. Um, you don't want to land yourself in the hospital because you decided that you needed to go to that holiday party. Um, when you could have been resting and it's also flu season, there's germs everywhere. Um, you know, you're just susceptible to everything. So I would really say to be careful and that that's hard to say also because it's like, go out and be happy and party and do the things that you want to do, but, (laughs) but do it in a mindful way. Um, you know, try not to make too many plans, be very flexible in this time where if you want to do something great, more power to you, get out there, go out with your friends, go to a nice dinner. Um, if you have a work holiday party and you feel up to it, then yes, absolutely. You're not going to regret doing those things if you feel well, but you don't want to be there and just wish you were home or be there and you're so nauseous, um, or anything like that. So I would definitely say first and foremost, listen to your body and don't feel bad for saying no. If you get invited to something and you just have to say no, who cares? You know, you got to do the best thing for you. Um, there are no expectations for you during the holidays. Uh, and you have to listen to your own needs and, um, you know, that, that's a huge piece of advice is just making sure that you're putting your mental and physical health above all else during the holidays, anytime, but especially during the holidays when you can feel like you need to be doing things. Um, the other thing is don't feel bad about asking for help around the holidays. You know, we've already talked about so many times how Chris and I, we really suck at asking for help. Um, you know, we've, we've reiterated the fact that it is not a sign of weakness at all. It's a sign of strength to be able to delegate things in your life. And especially during the holidays when you, there's just so much and you can get overwhelmed with the amount of things you need to get done or you think you need to get done. Um, and so I would say, don't be afraid to ask for help around the holidays. If you have kids and you need help shopping, ask a friend, you know, if you can Venmo them some money or send them some money at PayPal. And next time they're at Target, if they can pick up a couple toys or stocking stuffers or whatever it might be. Um, if you need help wrapping gifts, you know, maybe you have friends come over and that's the way that you guys can hang out is by wrapping gifts together, um, at your house where you're in the comfort of your own pajamas and you can lay down if you need to, uh, you know, any type of friend group, church group, um, support group or any group that you can talk to that is willing to help you, I would definitely take their help. So don't be afraid to reach out and ask for help. Even if I know you may not want to, and you want to do all these things by yourself, but 
realistically, you're one human trying to fight cancer. You know, it's okay if you can't wrap a present. I would also say to just try and stick to the traditions that mean the most to you. You know, I remember I felt so bad last year when I was hot. I was actually in the hospital when they did the, when Santa went around to all the neighborhoods in, um, like in our area on a fire truck. And, uh, Chris had called me and said, you know, Santa's, Santa's going to be in our neighborhood tonight. Do I even let the kids out? And, you know, I really wanted to bring them to the hospital. And I said, no, of course you take them out there. They have to see Santa on a fire truck. Um, and I said, don't feel bad about not coming to see me. You guys can come to see me, you know, next day or whatever it was. But I said, go, you know, you, you, they need to still do these things. But inside I was crushed because here I was sitting in this hospital bed and I remember in our neighborhood, there were all these signs about, you know, like all these houses were lit and everything you could go. There was like a little map of the houses that you could see that um, had a huge Christmas display and everything. And the kids wanted to go see it. And I physically was just so sick one night and so nauseous. I was like, I cannot get in the car. And they said, please, mom, come on, please. Like, we really want you to go. And I just physically couldn't do it. But I felt so bad about that. But I... I was just like laying in the fetal position, like curled up. Like I just can't move. If I move, I'm going to throw up or I'm going to, you know, have diarrhea or I'm going to pass out or something's going to happen. So I need to just lay here. Um, and I felt bad, but that's when I say stick to the traditions that mean the most to you. So if all of those little things just seem, you know, so small, like, Santa on a fire truck or going driving around to Christmas lights, but you know, the one thing that you really want to do is bake cookies together, then do that. Do the thing that you know will make the most memories and that you guys will be talking about and that will have the biggest impact, whether that's with family or friends, um, instead of trying to do every single little tiny tradition. Um, you know, do the things that mean the most to you and just kind of stick with those and build yourself up for those instead of, um, you know, spreading yourself so thin, trying to do all of these other things. Um, also, and this is such a huge, this is like probably the biggest one. Family can be so negative and stressful around the holidays, family gatherings in general. Um, I remember last year I was like no family. You know, I was like, I don't want a single damn person in this house. Like, I just want this. I just want to be with my kids. I just want it to be me and Chris. Like, you know, family and friends had offered to come out and visit us or, you know, family had said, well, we'll just bring Christmas to you. And I'm like, hell to the no. Like, just leave me with my family. Let me be with my kids. Let me absorb every moment with them. Um, and that was it. Uh, And I also just didn't want to talk about cancer. You know, I didn't want to explain my treatments to anyone. I didn't want anyone to be asking about anything. I didn't want people to keep telling me about their friends, sisters, grandma who died of breast cancer. But around the holidays, you're like, you don't want to hear about one more person getting diagnosed and especially dying. So let's not bring that attitude around in the holidays. Um, Let's keep it light. Let's keep it um, fun. Let's keep it happy. Let's celebrate and let's not talk about cancer. So that's a huge thing, you know, going into celebrating with friends and family. Put out the boundaries. Say, listen, this is a cancer-free zone tonight. I don't want to talk about cancer. I don't want to talk about treatments. Let's just have a good time. Um, So if you feel that being around family is going to go negative because you have a crazy uncle who, you know, wants to talk about cancer, don't do it and don't feel bad for it. 
Just don't do it. Say no. As for family and friends, um, don't judge the patient's feelings during the holidays. Um, If they don't want to be around you guys, if they want to just be by themselves, or if they want to um, just celebrate with their immediate family or their own family, that's okay. Just that's okay. Just say, okay, you know, maybe we'll come see you the next day, or maybe we'll do, um, you know, we'll do brunch the day after Christmas or something. Don't put all this pressure on the fact that you all need to be together. Maybe they don't want to be together. Maybe they don't feel up to it and be respectful of that. Also, as family and friends, be respectful to the fact that it is a roller coaster of emotion during the holidays. There, It's going to be like dealing with a crazy person. They're going to have some really high highs and they're going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be celebrating and I'm so positive. I'm so pumped about Christmas. I am so happy to be here. And then in the next three seconds, they could be like, I can't, like, I just don't know if I can do this. Like you, it can happen. And, you know, with hormone therapy or whatever else is going on, like, There's just so much emotion that goes around a diagnosis or dealing with a sickness that you don't know what could happen at any moment, which could make it a little fun and interesting. Like you just don't know. So I would definitely say to just go with the flow. Um, You know, also as family and friends, make your plans But don't make your plans around the patient because they may not be up to it. They may not feel well and don't put any pressure on them to be at the holiday Christmas party. Um, Don't make any pressure for them to be at the table to eat Christmas dinner uh, or whatever you, however you celebrate, you know, don't, there shouldn't be any pressure on the patient to be visible if they don't feel well. Um, And, you know, also just, just reiterate the fact that, um, you know, it's not about giving and receiving gifts. It really is just about being together and being happy and do what they want to do. Um, feed them the things that they want to eat. <laughs> uh, that was one thing I was huge about with Christmas dinner last year was I was like, I, I don't want to go all crazy with Christmas dinner. I only want to eat the things that I really want to eat because I had mouth sores. Um, every chemo treatment would like strip away uh, my vocal cords. And so I would always lose my voice and my, I would have a sore throat. And so I was like, I just want to eat the things that make me feel good. Um, so I would do those things as well. Like if you have a friend or family member that's going through cancer, um, you know, ask them what they want to eat, ask them what they can eat. Um, family, I would just be really mindful of how the patient is feeling, what treatments they're going through. And, um, you know, get with their caregiver. If you're not their caregiver, then talk to their caregiver or whoever's with them at that time and ask them what they need. Um, ask them how they're feeling, ask them what they want to do, because more than likely they have told their caregiver, um, and work around that. Also, you know, ask, you know, what's a good time to come over if somebody doesn't feel well and can you just drop something off? Try not to be so invasive that you need to actually see the patient. Um, you know, dropping off a basket for Christmas or something like that means more than just not doing anything at all because you couldn't physically see the person. So I would definitely say that even if the patient and the family surrounding the patient sets boundaries as a friend and then as other family members, just try and be respectful of that. And 
And for me too, I wanted to still see my family celebrate, even if we weren't all celebrating together. Um, I still wanted to FaceTime and I still wanted to hear their voices on the phone and all of that stuff. But I didn't, I didn't necessarily want to be in the same room with people. I really wanted to just keep it small and intimate with my own children. Um, and then, you know, still talk to family and friends on the phone or on FaceTime or something, but I, it didn't mean that I physically wanted to be around people and everybody is different. I can only give the account from my point of view and what I went through. But if you're going through those same things as a patient where you are like, I just, I'm not feeling it. Like I just don't feel well, then don't, don't try and make excuses for it either. Like you're, are not here to make anybody else happy besides yourself. And that's number one, your mental happiness goes a long way for your physical happiness. So do what's best for you around the holidays. And it doesn't have to be that take cancer away. Um, even if you are a healthy, able-bodied human being, do what's best for you even around the holidays. Don't feel pressured to do everything. Don't feel pressure to cater to everyone. You know, don't, don't take your health for granted during the holidays. Um, nice gifts are wonderful. Everybody wants to give them. Maybe everyone wants to receive them. I don't know. Uh, but being grateful and practicing gratefulness and thankfulness and gratitude and kindness and practice happiness, choosing happiness, even throughout the darkest time in your life, um, you know, that it goes a long way. Um, and so really during the holiday season, no matter what, don't let the stress of the holidays really get you down. If you haven't bought one single gift, who cares? If you can't wrap the gift, who cares? Um, you know, if you forgot teacher's gifts, I'm sorry, but you can't, you can't get down on that. Uh, you know, just all of the little things that can, can multiply and make you feel like you've done a shitty job in the holiday season. No, the best thing you can do in the holiday season is, is to choose to be happy, to show happiness, show happiness to your children, show happiness to your husband, tell everybody around you how much you love them and how you're grateful for them and how you're thankful to be there in that moment. Just be grateful for the state of your health of where you are. And I know that kind of sounds crazy, especially if you're dealing with cancer. Like, how can I be grateful that I have cancer? You are in control of your mindset and how you react to a situation. And so the best thing that you can do is to choose joy and happiness even throughout the darkest times. And if you allow it, your darkest times will give you the best memories. And if you are going through chemo or if you're going through radiation, if you just had surgery, if you're going through any type of treatments with cancer, just know that that treatment will not last forever. You will not always be in that state, that physical state. Um, if you're going through all of it, it uh, so much can happen in a year and you will look back on what you went through and some of it may be a blur and the rest of it will fuel you. It will push you forward and you will be even more immensely grateful that you made it through that. So with that being said, happy, happy, happy holidays. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for a wonderful year supporting this podcast, getting to know each other, furthering the community, furthering the conversation. Um, and we will see you in the new year.